stop, listen, and ask yourself, have you ever pondered at the idea that there may be something to the other side? If so, and you're hearing my voice for the first time, then you may have just fallen into the void. This is Liz from New York, and I'm falling with G-Man into the void. Well, hey there, hello there, and welcome to a frightfully episode of Into the Void, where we talk about anything and everything paranormal. I am your ghost host with the most G-Men, bringing you the latest in stories, insight, news, and even pop culture events. As always, before we dive into our cauldron of fun, I would like to take a moment and thank our many listeners for following with us. Your support and contributions truly help make this show possible. And for that, on behalf of the entire team, we thank you. Remember, you can make a contribution to the show by joining our Patreon. Your support helps make this show and future endeavors possible. Find us on patreon.com forward slash into the void pod. That's patreon.com forward slash into the void pod. Well, listener, I imagine you're just as anxious as I am and can't wait to get this episode underway. And before we do, a big shout out to Delectable Nightmares. Not a sponsor of the show, but I wanted to give them a shout out and thank them for their amazing t-shirts and accessories that were sent to the show. If you're looking to trick or treat yourself this year, then check out their Instagram page at Delectable Nightmares. And what kind of podcast show would we be without a word from our sponsor? Looking for quality Viking apparel inspired by the Norse gods of old? Well, there's only one place you can be sure to find the gear you're searching for. VikingJeans.com Unlike other Viking-themed retailers, Viking Jeans supplies handcrafted jewelry, watches, home decor, and apparel. They even forge and engrave steel axes. Viking Jeans is sure to have something to satisfy your fascination towards Norse mythology. Be sure to visit vikingjeans.com. That's vikingjeans.com. Well, listener, let's keep that spooky vibe alive. I have with me two amazing co-hosts who are ready to get this monster match underway. First, you know him as the sound man for the show. But if you're joining us for the first time, I'm happy to announce that he has a podcast of his own called Keeping Up With The Nerds Variety Hour. Bats and ghouls, you know him, you love him. I give you Renee Winner Winner Chicken Dinner Bravo. <laughs> There's always a new one every time. I love giving you new nicknames every yeah. single time. <laughs> I almost gave you the same nickname though when we were when I was working on this. What was last week's? Uh, it wasn't last week's. Oh, it was, was actually was the, the first episodes. season. Yeah, what was I almost gave you the same one. Oh, okay. um, I can't remember right now, but oh, okay. I was listening to it last night and I was like, oh, we got to change this real fast. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I, was... I can't remember either. And now, listener, if at this very moment you start to sense an odd and eerie chill in the air, then that could only mean one thing, bats and ghouls. Turn down your AC and turn up the volume because things are about to get very strange in here with The Strange One. Hey, everybody. Hey, listeners. Uh, Welcome back. Uh, Excited to do a new show and uh, let you know what's new in the world of the paranormal. What's going on, Strange One? A whole lot and a whole lot of nothing. Right. Story of my life. (laughs) So, gentlemen and listener, as you may or may not be aware, we are only three months away from October. Wow. 
It's almost 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> so that means we are three months away from some exciting fun, some ghoulish fun, and dare I say haunting fun? Dare I say it? Dare you say it? I, I, just, <laughs> I double dog dare you. I don't. <laughs> Now, I know with the continuation of this ongoing pandemic, it's hard to really know what types of Halloween events and activities will be happening. As we recently learned, this year's Halloween haunt event, the Queen Mary's Dark Harbor, will not be taking place. And I got to say, guys, I'm very disappointed. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable, but it's disappointing. It's not the same time. Yeah. To have it taken away from you. Yeah. yeah. That's what's sad about You know, <laughs> that's... So with that in mind, though, it, it kind of makes me wonder. Actually, it doesn't even kind of makes me wonder. It really makes me wonder. Yeah. Is Halloween even going to happen this year? That's a it is question. in my house. Yeah, I live alone. So. <laughs> <laughs> just me and my spooks. Bowl, I mean, a bowl full of candy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a bowl full of candy <laughs> yeah. and, and that's about it. I mean, Some hocus pocus. <laughs> what, here's my question yeah. What events are we even going to look forward to this year? And here's another question How are we going to get our spooky supply? Oh, man. You know? Yeah, that's a very good yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Here on Into the Void, we have just the person to provide us with an update on an event that should satisfy your Halloween needs. So joining us today is the co-producer of what looks to be a very exciting event, Bats and Ghouls, from Creep It Real OC Expo. I give you Mr. Kevin Valentine. Hi, Creepsters. How's it going? (laughs) Thanks for having me here. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're just like, okay, so is he going to come? We're going to make sure that we're we're preparing. There was a lot of of preparation to make sure that we're ready. It's awesome. uh, I'm glad to have you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Can I just say, it it, it is truly an honor and a pleasure and a privilege to have you here, sir. Really? Thank you. Well, why is that? That's, that's quite an introduction. So the reason the reason why I am very honored to have you, sir, is because I have watched over and over and over this video of, of Creep It Real OC, uh, yeah, yeah. where you guys had the first Creep It Real. Yeah. And I got to say, I'm impressed by the whole thing. Wow. Now, I last year, Renee and I were talking about this, and I went to Midsummer Scream. Yeah. And uh, I had been there before, and I talked about it, how amazing it was, how you know grand it is. And it is. It really is. But there's something about your expo that is so simple mm. and yet so family friendly at the same time and again so again thank you so much for wow. being here this is truly exciting well that's wonderful yeah quite a kind of a homegrown feel which is exactly what it was right um like you said we had we started out last year and it was really just this kind of hey can we do a thing where we get people together and we have a uh, we kind of considered a marketplace style expo um we had vendors and we had music and food and things like that um and and it was really fun because it was just this, it was, it was like you said, the scale was, was simple and it was just this kind of people come out and represented kind of the, the local area. Right. Orange County. We had it in South Orange County in, um, in the city of Laguna Niguel. Um, now it's various circumstances, but I'm really glad we're not there this year because we, we found a fantastic venue and it just, we were scouting and we secured this place in early March before everything happened. Right? Oh, the, the, the early times. on. Okay. So we, just lucked out that this is an outdoor museum called the Heritage Museum of Orange County, and it's beautiful fantastic. Beautiful area. Yeah, we went there, and I remembered. Yeah, I used to go there as a as a kid in, in school. We had field trips field there, trips. and so it's, it's an educational, um, you know, uh, location, and they host all kinds of events and things. 
Um, but I was like, this is the perfect kind of environment because it's a very Halloween. You just walk around, and you're like, oh, this is a great Halloween theme. I mean, of course, we don't have to do anything to it, really. Yeah. It's just awesome. And it's got a sense, like a naturalness of it yeah. that just are automatically just gives you that Halloween vibe and Halloween feel to yeah. it. Yeah. And then, so it, it, as things started happening, it's in March and, you know, where we're, things are closing down. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we, we locked in. Then we start seeing things fall from, you know, the, there's a, a, a big event that happens at the LA County Fair. Got canceled. Midsummer Scream, obviously. Dark Harbor, you just mentioned. So all these things are starting to, to go away. And, you know, like you had said, I, I get it. I understand why. And those are a little bit more bigger. You, you plan these massive venues and you've got to have, you know, load-ins, indoor facility. People have travel um, arrangements, things like that. It's a big, big thing. I think that our luck is just that we're a smaller uh, event at a at an outdoor venue and it's local and and people can can show up and it's a very strolling kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. you walk around just like wow this is a, a fun little place to be yeah whether whether or not you have vendors and once you pack in um you know music and food and, and vendors and things like that it's just gonna be a great atmosphere and so um yeah i mean I, to drone on i'm just excited about doing it because as the time goes everybody's going, are you still going to have it? I, I really hope so. Fingers crossed. I, I, it's going to be fantastic. I really hope we can go. I hope we can go. And we're getting tickets and, you know, vendors are joining. And so there's a little bit of that, um, just that, that excitement. excitement. And yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I'm really stoked. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, so what exactly, like what exactly is Creep It Real OC? Now we are, we know it's an expo, but coming from you, what is Creep It Real OC to you? Well, I always like to think of it as this, celebration of local haunt culture and Halloween enthusiasts, really the people who are into that, this, this kind of this genre all year long, really, okay. you know, there's lots of those folks and it's all year long, but we happen to be located at the kind of the crossroads of like the start of the season, really. Okay. So, um, what I think was really great about, you know, last year was a little bit later in September when we held it. Um, and then we get things like events, you know, knots and universal and everybody are, are ramping up already. And they're already going. And so we thought, what a great opportunity to kind of have it a little bit earlier so that those folks can come and join us and we can have some representation because it's really like that kickoff. You know, we got, there's merchandise and costumes and things like that. So it's almost like, here it is, you know, it's after summer and now we're getting ready for Halloween. It's, yes. it's, still, it's still a little bit away, uh, you know, still about a month away, but it's going to be, you know, great when that happens. So our event's on September 13th, so about two months out. Awesome. That is fantastic. It's really exciting, yeah. 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 yeah it's cool. So you run a, uh, a Halloween expo. You've got all these vendors and, and suppliers of different types of Halloween accessories and, and, and giveaways and all that. Do you love Halloween? Yeah. You know what's great about this story? So my wife and I are, are the producers. She Her birthday is right around Halloween. And so she's always grown up with Halloween. Like those oh, are, that's her awesome. birthdays were always Halloween that's, stuff. That's <laughs> awesome. And I... Um, so when we got together, we had a kind of a different viewpoint. I love Halloween and I loved it from like when I was a kid. And then, you know, as, as I grew up, that kind of translates into I love the Halloween feel, like the, the, the autumn, fall kind of thing. I can't say that I'm really into like the horror genre, but what I've loved about this, I, 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 I just love the season. I love that, that turning of the post-summer and it's, in, and it's Halloween time and, it's, and it is great. And I have kids and so now I'm, I'm seeing it through, you know, the, through their eyes as well. Yes, absolutely. But <laughs> what's really great is when we started this, we thought what a great way to, you know, our, um, the company that we, that we run, we've, we've done events and things. So we thought what a great opportunity to, to do this for Halloween and bring people together. And, um, and it was, it's, uh, you know, getting to meet people from the community and really hear what they're all about and 
what they love and the just the passion. I'm so into it. It's just fantastic. I, I love it now. So yes, Halloween, big fan. To answer your question, awesome. Um, and it's a it's 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 more than just that. Like, hey, do you like Halloween? Because I think anybody on the outside is probably going to just think, yeah, sure, I like trick or treating, or I like the I like horror movies and things like that. But uh, this group of people that come out to celebrate Halloween and to just really take part in it, it's mm-hmm. like it's a, it's that gathering, the, yeah. the community. And I think if I was to contrast, you know, this year, I think that's what I'm most excited about because everything that we've heard from people that are either coming or that are representing there as vendors, they're like, I'm so excited to have a, an outreach, like a, w- a way to get people. To, to see people face to face and to get out of the house and right. Um, so we want to get together with people and we want to see them and we want to, um, you know, have that face to face interaction. So yeah. from an event standpoint, that's, that stuff is what you need. You always have to have that human interaction. And I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> it just keeps this, you know, as the summer rolls on, we might be the first thing to happen. So uh, we're keeping our, our fingers crossed. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. You know, last year's event drew in quite a big crowd. Um, are you expecting to have as big uh, with this continued pandemic? I don't know. It's I, I, I think my expectation is that, yes, we do, we do have the people who are really diehard and they can't wait. Um, we have heard from some people like vendors, for example, we've reached out to and they say, well, I'm not sure that I'm ready yet. They haven't you know, nobody's really outright. No. As you guys know, it, things change so often here on a, on a daily, weekly basis. It's oh, like absolutely. We're kind of going yeah. back and forth yeah, on things. Absolutely. But people are being cautious. I get it from a vendor standpoint. Now, mm-hmm. visitors. Will they come? I think that if given the opportunity to, to show up and, you know, look around and just kind of you know, celebrate, um, I think that it's it, we're going to see a bigger draw. Um, the one thing that I don't uh, that I'm still kind of waiting to see is how much we are allowed to have uh, what we if we can if we need to cap our attendance, basically. Mm. Uh, but that's the fortunate thing about this outdoor venue. It's really spread out. We've got a lot mm-hmm. of space and it's not like a traditional, you know, the thing that gives us encouragement is that we are seeing food truck parties and um, uh, um, farmers markets and things that happen now. Yeah, uh, and I, I I can see us kind of in the same vein as that. Um, you know, from a standpoint of it's you know outdoor strolling uh, down aisles and there's vendors and stuff. I mean, and food. Right. right. So we have that. And that if the event was to happen today, we we can do that. Our our venue that we're hosting that is open uh, to the public on weekends. You make. Uh, reservations, but they're they're out there, um, and they're um, you know you're available to to stroll through, um, and so when it comes to this venue, I think that um, or I mean sorry this event, I think it's really just going to be um, people want to get out and and <laughs> come and say hi and see things. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm real excited about it. Awesome, sounds great. Well, listen, I got to say, guys, this is uh, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm super eager to learn more and discuss details of the upcoming Creep It Real OC Expo. And we will, but before we do, here's a word from our sponsor. By Odin's beard, you would not believe the amazing findings at vikingjeans.com. From handcrafted jewelry to home decor, to clothing and apparel from infants to adults, vikingjeans.com has something for the Norse fanatic in everyone. I, for one, have my eye on the great Edrasil handmade wooden watch. Looking to impress that special shield maiden? Why not stun her with Molnir, a handmade pendant and necklace? The beauty and craftsmanship that goes into each piece of art is as though each item was crafted by the gods themselves. Be sure to find yours at vikingjeans.com. That's vikingjeans.com. 
Okay, and we are back and talking with Kevin Valentine, the co-producer of Creep It Real OC. Now, getting back to the expo, Mr. Valentine, Kevin, yes. <laughs> last year you held the event at the Senior C County Community Center in Laguna Niguel, California. That is a mouthful to say. Sea <laughs> Country. Sea mm-hmm. Country. Sea Country Senior Community Center, yeah. Yeah, we should just yeah, go yeah. with Sea Country. Right, right. <laughs> so this year it's going to be held, like you said, at the Heritage Museum of Orange County, which is, a, like you said before, uh, a much larger venue. Was there any particular reason why you chose this location to host uh, your event? So in searching for a place that we could have it this year, um, I think for me, I'm really into show and just experience, right? And so okay. I was looking for something that was not a traditional um, expo that would take place in a hall where you've got rows of vendors with pipe and drape ah, and, okay. and, and fluorescent lighting, right? So right. I, I wanted something that was a little bit more experiential. Like, is that a word? Yeah, experience about, about the experience and so yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. the natural surroundings and things. So um, now we, we did find a couple of venues that were just really neat looking and like, oh, what a great place to hold like a Halloween party type of thing. Okay. Fortunately, we just like I said before, it was just luck. We happened to go with this one, and we would have been canceled already a long time ago if it was this indoor facility that is likely closed and probably wouldn't even answer our phone calls. Right. Um, uh, at that, you know, back in in, in April May thing, uh, a time frame. But um, but uh, again, like I said, this venue is open. Uh, when we strolled through, it was a relationship that my wife had with the the um, now the interim executive director of the venue who had uh, done some previous work before and. Um, and we, we, we met and looked around and we said, gosh, this is perfect because like I said before, you don't have to really spruce it up. It it is just a great place. So I think I had said in some other, um, some interviews, like you can, if you're a a cosplayer, you want to just come and dress up. It's just fun to take pictures, right? It's it's a great place to just go and stroll and it's outdoors. It's going to be sunny and and beautiful Fantastic. uh, and in great, great surroundings for pictures. And then we've got the benefit of all the other things that have, um, you know, our, our kind of our expo style. Fantastic. Well, the reason why I'm asking that question is because obviously, as you know, and our listeners know, this is a paranormal podcast. And we had actually found, heard a rumor. Um, I'm sorry, guys, I lost my spot. So I heard a rumor. David, cut that last part. So the reason why we had asked this question is because obviously we are a paranormal podcast and we talk about all things, anything and everything paranormal. And we had heard a rumor that there are some paranormal activities that occur in the Kellogg House Museum on the property. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's even a video that can be found on YouTube of these uh, strange, remind me, uh, dresser drawers? Or are they just drawers that open and close? They're, uh, it's like a built in China. Um, okay. When, when uh, Hiram Kellogg built the home, uh, he built, he hand laid uh, the, he, he built the entire dining area into the curve so it's a curving china that's into the wall and the the drawers they actually open and close on their own and uh, the tour guide seemed to be really confused because it wasn't planned she had no idea yes exactly in that video you see the tour guide wondering if there's a switch of some sort or like a a, a button to stop the dresser drawers from moving because she thought it was, uh, it was uh, something that was mechanical and yeah was or she show. thought it was like a prank or something and the kids that are there just are laughing. laughing the entire time <laughs> but you do hear the person that is recording say oh it's the kellogg ghost again so you and i kevin had talked previously and you were actually aware of the fact that the kellogg house is haunted Knowing that you were aware of this, did it scare you or make you rethink about having the event at the Heritage Museum in or- of Orange County? No, you know it's so funny. I, I've had, as a kid when I'm go through there as a, you know field trips, I was blissfully unaware. I was just like, yeah, this is a cool oh. little historic place. 
and then now going through, we we looked at this place and and for the reasons I mentioned before, secured the venue. And then the the, uh, the person we're talking to is the director out there was like, hey, you know that it's really great, and she is really in love with Halloween. It was just like mm-hmm. the whole idea. She's like that whole paranormal thing is attractive to her. And she was like, you gotta, you gotta know about this stuff. There's some, also some other stories and some history. And she told us the stories. And so th- after we had already fell in love with the place, I was like, this makes it even more perfect. So I am not, um, I am just more excited about the fact that there are people who really would, would seek out a venue like this mm. because of just that fact that it's got that, that cool significance to it. Right. Um, and what a great place to hold this, this venue. But yeah, she told us, um, about a bunch of stories and, and a lot of the things are from firsthand that she's either witnessed herself or, and her, oh, wow. um, of recent things. So, um, and uh, it's 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 great. I, if it was since we're on the subject, I'll show you one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Was, um, everything like you mentioned before, the uh, the drawers and things opening. Uh, there's one thing that um, you know they have lots of school field trips and things. And mm-hmm. um, one kid was overheard getting on the bus, looking back at um, I think it was the blacksmith shop. That um, I don't like that man. He's mean looking, and there's nobody there. Wow. Right? So, um, so that was just one of the you know somebody adulted had overheard that and thought was oh, strange. Man. Like, What's going on? <laughs> then uh, <laughs> and then the staff had um, one time they opened up the well, I remember this the Mag House, which is another house or the Kellogg House. Okay. Uh, on the property, where they were opening it up, and uh, in one of the rooms, like off in the the back and uh, across kind of a hallway, uh, there's a man who with a, a kind of a, a bolo tie and a, a hat, like a period looking kind of, okay. you know, the oh. costume crosses. Wow. Uh, so they just, just get open apparitions left yeah. and right, yeah. guys. Wow. That's insane. That was really cool. Um, the other thing that I think is really great, uh, there was a party that they hosted, like a trick-or-treat thing back in, uh, I think it's 2017, so a kind of a Halloween-style thing. And they had a makeup artist that were there to just make people up. And the intern, uh, they just had a really great great costume uh, that you know worked at the property there. And they had some dry ice in their fountain that's out in front of the Kellogg house. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, went and took a picture. She said they took about 15 pictures, just you know getting you know people pose and stuff like that. So there's a whole bunch of pictures. There's one that was uniquely different. And I'll show it to you guys now to see if you can see. For the listeners, this is uh, we posted on our Instagram a couple of oh nice ago. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you can see. So there's a face that you can see, uh, which was not in any of the other pictures, and it's just this unique kind of thing that they after examining all the pictures, like, well, which one am I going to keep? Well, of course, that one is. Look at how very interesting that one. Uh, is so there's a face in kind of some clouds of the of the fog right yeah. behind oh the, my the gosh. person that's in the in the costume. Oh my goodness! All right, listener, we're actually passing around a tablet <laughs> right now, and we are looking at these pictures, and I'm looking at. It. Oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> I thought that was crazy, cool. Right? And she, and we've got a good relationship with her. She's like, I swear to you, this none of this stuff was doctored. We didn't yeah. change anything. But yeah. out of like a like I said, a kind of a. a uh, glamour shots of like 15 or so they mm-hmm. just this one had this and it's really thing. clear it's yeah, you know, yeah it's, that's it's the not, clearest i've seen in yeah. a long time it's like a, you you wouldn't be able to just assume that it might be pareidolia and it might be mm-hmm. something that you just catch in your eye like right. oh it looks like a sure, face sure. it's right there you know, you're like, not having to interpret like clouds or whatever. <laughs> exactly, no, it's exactly. pretty much there yeah so listener uh if, if you're wondering why g-man is so quiet right now it's because <laughs> i am staring at this picture looking at this fog and mist and seeing a face right next to the person we're definitely going to have to post this up on our Twitter and our Instagram, yeah, especially on, on yours, uh, Kevin, because this is we amazing. We posted about it two months ago or so. Okay. There's lots of stories also on, um, you know, uh, heritagemuseumoc.org is their website, and they've got some of those stories as well. So they do have a um, kind of a haunted tour because of some of these stories. They okay. Do, they do tours on the property, and they also have a haunted tour that they do as well. Nice. Um, part of the greatest thing about 
you know, the opportunity uh, to be here was knowing, oh, what a great thing. We, we've got this uh, venue and we can, we can use that. Um, it's just not one of the things that I think we're not ready to tout right now because um, with things changing so often, there might be a restriction on indoor use. Right, um, yeah. So we're not going to go ahead and say we're going to have that tour as part of it, but people can, can book time to, to go out there um, uh, you know, as the event venue is open to the public, and it's just really, really cool to see. That is amazing. That's an amazing picture yeah. that you guys have of this apparition that that yeah. that is literally yeah. just showing itself to the public, to you. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny actually. You you get that actually quite a bit in tours, especially ghost tours mm-hmm. or some sort of Halloween event, or even a, a venue that is uh, haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, people will just take random pictures, and I love it because you have the ones, Renee. You know for a fact that. Um, you got people that are taking pictures trying to find this yeah. stuff yeah. and yeah. nothing comes out. And then the ones that are just taking pictures and next thing you know, there's, you know, a ghost of some sort mm-hmm. or a spirit or apparition blue or something. something. Blue yeah. Dress. yeah. blue. Oh, yeah. yeah. The blue dress. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Listener, that was back when uh, we had uh, Ashley and Kelsey on uh, season one and they went to the Roosevelt Hotel. And oh, uh, yes. there oh, was very, a, uh, a blue light that kept showing up in the crotchville region of the of the uh, people that were on the show and i don't know that was really strange yeah. renee you remember seeing that picture yeah. and just being <laughs> weirded out by that like, strange one you saw that really, too yeah, <laughs> it was a weird picture but yeah. it was definitely interesting um so with uh with the types of activities and vendors that are going to be showing up i gotta ask this question this is actually too strange one because this is going to lead into a question to you kevin strange one remind me your brother used to run a catering service correct uh, yes, he had a gourmet food truck. And yeah, I guess you can say he did catering as well. What was it called again? It was the... The Kraken. The Kraken, that's <laughs> right. It was it was gourmet seafood, oh, the Kraken. Kraken. It was good. It was, it was fantastic. So the reason why I'm asking this is because, Kevin, since you are having vendors there, will it all be Halloween themed? Will all the vendors be Halloween themed as far as food goes? Uh, food, yes. I mean, pretty much everything that... We, well, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Everything else that we we um, have represented, we're really strict on wanting to make sure that it's representing that culture because these are the folks we're drawing, and we want to make sure that it's not. We, we have gotten people reaching out to us saying like, "Hey, here's an event that's happening, and I've got stuff I sell, uh, you know, things that might not be specifically themed to Halloween, right? Uh, and it's an opportunity for them to showcase themselves, which I can totally appreciate. But we're wanting to make sure we're reserving our space for. Uh, those who uh, are really in that business yeah. so that somebody who's coming for that purpose doesn't stroll around and have just like, I need to find something that was, it really suits me. All that stuff should suit mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, because we got a wide range of things represented. As far as the food, we were really looking for things that are uh, have that kind of that theme um, haunt and horror and things like that. Um, you know, Dogzilla, we were looking at like, 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 Food trucks that have names that are yeah. fun. Um, so I, I I can't comment on who exactly is coming uh-huh. this time, but uh, we've just got some some. Um, I think that if anything, the food is probably the one thing that isn't going to be so precise. Okay. Uh, it'll be like this is going to satisfy you and it's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Have, you know, last last year we had a, a taco truck and we had a kind of an everything else truck, sandwiches, you know, okay. um, stuff like that, and then a, and then a dessert, okay, and coffee, things like that. So, cool. um, so we'll make sure that, that it's represented that you know those who are going to be there for a while have got options, um, and whether or not it sticks with the theme. I think with as, as we go on, if we do this again uh, next year and we start to kind of search around, we some, find some folks that we really want to get into that niche, um, yeah. and because there are those, um, so we're we're keeping our eye out for them. Awesome, yeah, that's fantastic. Great. You know, and I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, given that we're, we're expecting, you know, you know, there's food, there's, there's vendors, there's people walking around. Um, and with what's going on right now with, with uh, the pandemic, is, are there any, any safety measures, any, any preventative uh, actions that you're taking towards preventing or, um, or help guarding against the spread of uh, the coronavirus in case anybody happened to, you know, w- hopefully nobody, everybody's conscious enough that if they're feeling sick, they, they do stay home. You know, we do want everybody to have fun, but we, we would encourage people to, to keep in mind the safety and health of others, you know, and their own. But do you have, or are there any measures that you and uh, your production company are taking in preventing and uh, helping secure the safety of the, the participants in your event? Yeah, we've been uh, fortunate enough that it's interesting as talking, you know, back in from uh, February, March with vendors who are interested, some of them are, are, are gung ho. Um, some of them have questions and stuff and we're kind of a little reserved. Um, but but others are just, yep, great. And I think that trust is what's really important that like, oh, if they'll repeat from last year that we had, they, they, they know that we're going to uh, run an event that's going to uh, respect them and keep everybody safe and stuff, then um, that's great for us. So um, the, the great thing, too, is that it's not all pressure on us. Uh, we are working with a fantastic venue that, like I said, is a public facility that hosts weddings and um, school field trips and things like that. So they have guidelines that they're they're very strict with. Uh, and they are open, like I said now, but they do uh, require masks. Uh, like I know the, the, the county does as well. Mm. Uh, if that tends to get lifted, I think they're, they're still going to have their own type of requirements. We've, uh, on our website and uh, through social media, we've, we've kind of announced that we're really taking this seriously and want to make sure that everyone's um, safe. I can't comment on what specifically we're doing just because it's probably going to change. So whether or not yeah. the county has re- guidelines of in public areas still wearing a mask, I think that we've got to consider, um, you know, we have whether or not somebody who shows up yeah. is going to be, um, you know, um, is be concerned with that or not. We have vendors and people who are working for the venue who are going to be there that we want to make sure we're respecting and keeping safe. Um, so some of the things that, um, that mask is, is a very basic thing, you know, the hand, um, hand sanitizing stations and things like that. Right, um, yeah. We're probably not going to have access to the um, the indoor venue, or at least uh, as of now, I, I would say that's probably um, okay. a, bet, a bet. So everything is outdoor, um, but interaction with with the vendors and with people, um, I think is probably going to be pretty similar to what we're seeing now at things like farmer's markets and, and places that are, that are open right now. Um, but... Uh, we do have some other really unique things other than just vendors who have their, their booths that are selling um, great products. We've got some local haunts represented. Oh, and nice. They have, cool. And they're going to have some experiences that vary with intensity. Um, but I know we've been talking to them all, and they're all considering their own versions of how to kind of make things, uh, make it adaptable. Okay. Um, uh, w- one example is a, a, a scare um moment that would normally happen with a, an actor um close right. proximity yes. and so they're going to do a you know the, the, whether it's a plexiglass or they're going to completely change the way the room is or something like that but they are redesigning the way that they're going to do that scare um so that we're making sure that everybody's safe and so um and then wherever we see that we need to have sanitizing happen in addition to just people's hands um as far as wiping things down and stuff we'll identify those uh we we will be doing uh, many walkthroughs with the venue to make sure we're, we've buttoned down all those things and what they're requiring uh, they also have some other events that aren't ours that are coming up that they're going to learn from and we're going to learn from as well. So we're following really closely with that. So awesome. Yeah, yeah great question. We're, we're, we're really intense. I mean, it's, it, it, like I said, we, we secured this before everything happened. Mm-hmm. And then as we were kind of riding through it, like, wow, this is we're getting closer. We're, okay, we're going to do it. But, but look, I mean, all these other things are happening. We're really following, um, you know, the, the haunt community and there's lots of other 
um, haunts, home haunts, professionals, things that are happening, um, you know, East Coast and right. the West and yeah. places that are open now that are actually doing stuff. And they've uh, published some really great um, guidelines to follow. So awesome. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, because yeah, I know I know that's just like a, a really big concern. I, I, I know the focus for this episode was to talk about Creep It Real OC and, and what's going on. But it also feels like a lot of people that I have talked to about um, I hope you don't mind, Kevin. I've talked to a lot of people about you coming onto the show and how excited I was. And so people were wondering, like, well, what are they going to do to keep things safe, you know, with this pandemic going on and, you know, washing your hands and wearing yeah. a mask and everything. So, again, thank you for sharing with us uh, what you're what you guys are what measures you guys are taking uh, to make sure that everybody is safe. Um, Renee. You yeah. said you had a question. I did, it's almost a similar question. So basically, I, I wanted to ask, was there a moment bef- when the pandemic was like when they announced everyone's going to go on lockdown? Was there a moment where you felt or was scared that it might not happen this year? I, I This is the optimist in me, but no, because yeah. okay. I don't know. I, okay. It's funny. Um, it, it very well could happen. I mean, we, we were very transparent with each other and with the, everybody that we've been talking to about like, mm-hmm. hey, um, it could. It could go very different than, yeah. than what we're planning right now. But But, you know. Remember back in March and April, it's so funny to talk about this year, it's right. like years ago, <laughs> it feels right? Like it, yeah. But uh but we were just like, Oh, cool, we're we're in September. Yeah. So we would see things get cancelled, right? Like yeah. um, you know, the other events like I mentioned before, but um we're saying, like, Oh, we're in September, we'll be fine. And then as the summer goes on, um, and then as now it's a little closer, we're almost at two months, um, we're starting to see that there are still things that are opening after the, like the actual lockdown we're right. seeing now, like, yeah. Hey, people are about to go about, are allowed to go about business with certain precautions. Mm-hmm. And we go, Oh, you know, we kind of fit into that. Cause like I said, we compare ourselves with the uh, farmer's markets, which are open yeah. now and we've right. seen food truck parties happen and mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah. those are very similar in that you've got people interacting um, with each other and we're taking proximity, uh, spatial awareness yeah. into, into consideration mm-hmm. and how the kind of, um, you know, the, obviously those those trucks are regulated by the uh, OC Department of Health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they are, um, they've got their their guidelines that they're abiding by. And so all of our vendors are, are doing the same where, whether it's um, kind of touchless payments and things like that okay. for their products. Yeah. Um, the, the, the haunts, like I said, are setting up things, but there's no, we're not, you know, there's no interaction with, with merchandise. You're just yeah. kind of going through a haunt. And so whatever kind of, uh, um, sanitizing we need to do, we'll evaluate. Um, and as things get closer, we want to see what their plans are, what they've got, and then we'll start mandating what needs to happen. So I would invite people to um, keep up on our, our website and, and social media. We're going to be posting that. Right now, we were just very vague about it mm-hmm. because of how far out we are yeah. and how much everything really just um, changes on a weekly <laughs> yeah, basis. things can change. At a minute, yeah. And so uh, so we are going to get pretty specific, though, as, okay. as, as time gets closer. Um, so, yeah, watch for that. Because I, I know that's what a lot of people are hanging on for. Uh, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, at the very least, like I said, it's a it's a venue. You show up. Um, we, you know, our, our tickets are on Eventbrite, so you really don't need to have that kind of the, uh, a lot of contact. Um, I love that, by yeah. the way, that you guys are selling your tickets on Eventbrite. Um, yeah. I came across that, like, I think maybe three or four years ago uh-huh. as kind of like an accident. Mm. Um, and I thought to myself, mm, this might, looks like a scam of some sort. <laughs> and we tried it, actually, for an event. We tried it. And, oh, man, I got to oh, cool. say, much better than having to go and pay money, like Way cash online. up in front. Yeah, yeah. It's so much easier. And with this pandemic going on, like you said, it's a lot easier now to go and pay online. So that's that's fantastic. Thank yeah. you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and it just works out. Like, a lot of those things are... When it comes to the technology that we're using, we're like oh, and, and touchless payment that, that that the vendors can have access to, mm-hmm. it just happens to work out for this, mm-hmm. and it's a benefit, and it's yeah. also it's efficient for them, but it's also a safety precaution. So there's that. But even if if, if nothing else, it's you know it's an outdoor venue, like a park kind of atmosphere. Um, there's lots of uh, open space that we can spread out our vendors. Um, really, it's it's a 
it's it's awesome. So we're not we're not thinking of it as um, you know where whereas farmers markets you've got rows of um, kind of tents or booths, right, right, yeah, um, yeah, and, and they're kind of all and right the next to each other, and yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's some places that we've, you know, there's other uh, other areas, whether they're venues or, or parks or whatever, where you're, you know, they've got arrows and you go a certain a certain direction, and so oh, yeah. those right. are all things yeah. we're considering. It's just that we've got the the luxury of space to be able to plan things out mm-hmm. where we want them, and then um, I would say at this point, the only thing to answer your question that I'm nervous about yeah. is just. Um, are we going to need to cap capacity? So like oh, that's yeah. really that was oh, the only thing okay. I was scared is our, yeah. how, how many people would be able yeah. to, maybe we stagger um, or maybe we uh, allow only a certain amount of people in, in one, one location. So that just comes with people who are monitoring that. And so those are all things that now we're at about two months out. We are starting to, to figure out and clamp down oh, okay. on. So, so Fantastic. we're, so we got that. So awesome. we're, yeah. we're going to be well, looking at that. Hear, yeah. But but it's also great. I mean, it's it's we're not alone in it. I'm not just right. trying to plan it. And and we've got this this great partner in the venue that we're that we're working with. And then we're listening to feedback from people. We're we're watching what others in the industry are doing too. And we're saying like, hey, that's a great idea. Um, is there a, a, a kind of a mask break area where you yeah. can go and like remove your mask? So yeah. there's a big huge part of the park that is this. Uh, um, very open, wide open space that strolls, uh, strolling along dirt, dirt paths and some things like that. So we think about maybe can we do something like that? But again, these are all things we're looking at, but we're, we're taking cues from everybody who's come before us mm-hmm. and from the people who are um, asking questions. And we're really looking at all of those uh, angles. Yeah. So well, that's great. Yeah, that's that's awesome. fantastic. You said last year you had uh, a taco vendor, a sandwich vendor. Uh, it was. It, it seemed that this year it's going to be a lot larger. Are you expecting a, a larger amount of, uh, of food trucks or, or a variety of foods for participants to be able to, you know, and you know, enjoy? Yeah, as far as the variety, we're open to that. I think that we would look at well, what is you know, people are going to want some sort of a meal and then like a dessert and then like a, or a drinks or coffee or something like that. So right. is all that represented? And then within the within the, the actual meals, though, everybody's going to, you know, is it a pizza thing or is it a, is it tacos or burgers? Is it um, barbecue, uh, burritos, that kind of thing? So um, so while we're looking at securing, we're also kind of balancing like people interested, uh, you know, say like, hey, can I come by? Uh, sure. But we have this thing already. We also want to be careful that we're not taking business away from others you know right yeah there's certain times where it's you know last year we had a pretty good balance but we want to make sure that um i like n- like nothing was really overrun we had plenty of space for everyone uh, um, as far as food i mean there's lines out in front of the trucks but it wasn't anything overbearing to where you had to where it was uh, a bad experience and we're running out of food or there's not enough for everybody or there's big lines it wasn't like that so i think even though we expect it to be bigger we'll consider all that um that we might need to have uh, more um, we also want to make sure that we've got space on the grounds for us to spread out and even like the seating and stuff. We've got a great kind of space there for, uh, you know, music. We've got some, we've got some great music, um, that's going to be planned as well. And so how do we space that out where people are either standing there watching and enjoying, or mm. are we out in front of the, the, the food venue, um, uh, uh, kind of eating areas. And so we've got two different places that we're going to be placing musical acts. Uh, and then, so we want to, while we want to have enough food, we also want to leave space so that we can spread out. And we've got great, um, uh, partners that are bringing some vehicles and stuff that are really fun too. Oh, uh, and that's okay. always fun. You just have some atmosphere, right? Yeah. So, got, so as far as the parking that's available, um, you know, we'll have, the OC Ghostbusters are coming with a lot of their oh, vehicles. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I'm got, sorry. I'm a fan of them. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. They're they great. They are fantastic. Yeah. Right? And we've got some hearses and things that are just fun to, to kind of pepper throughout the place, that you know, uh, the vehicles. So um, the food trucks will be in one spot, and uh, we'll have, uh, hopefully, you know, we'll have enough of that and make sure we're balancing. And we're also watching our tickets and just to make sure, like, do we have enough 
We now have enough, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, to see that we've got food represented. So, yes, strange one. We've got you covered. We will have, we are, <laughs> we are considering all the food options. It's a, yes. it's a big item on our That's list. Strange. Well, strange one, you know what that means now. It means I'm going to be having a good time. I'm going to be spending most of my time listening <laughs> around, going from food truck to food truck to find right. strange one. And just standing That's in front right. of the musicians. I might even jump on stage at one point. <laughs> like, hey, I see an open instrument right oh there. I'm going to jump on it. I can just picture strange one going to all the food vendors and he's recording. All right, listeners, this is strange one. I am over here at the taco vendor right now, just going on and on, describing it. And then, ne- and then two seconds later, all right, listeners, I'm over here at the sandwich vendor now, and this guy, this great sandwich, you got to try this hoagie. David, can you throw in some sandwich noises and some crunching noises here? Sandwiches shouldn't crunch. Uh, they shouldn't. They, just, they nom, shouldn't. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> well, that's, that's going to be fantastic. Oh, my goodness. I would love to see all that happening. Have a burrito in one hand. You got some drinks <laughs> oh, out there on the. Um, we've got the uh, the Rhythm Coffin, which is a great band. Oh um, and no yeah, way! Lots of great interaction. Um, oh they, my gosh! They're amazing performers. Yes, they, do they some are. Great, um, stage presence and things like that. So yes, they, they, they dress my, up. I love music. them. I yeah. love them. So that's fantastic. See you up there dancing, yeah. dancing up a storm. <laughs> yeah, challenge accepted. I'll be having that burrito and sandwich in, in both hands. Strange <laughs> one, please dance with them. I want to see you dance. Oh, yeah. As weird as that sounded right now. <laughs> Not now. I just want to dance. <laughs> yeah, how long has it been, right? Nobody Several put, months at least. <laughs> Nobody put Strange One in the corner. <laughs> All right. So I do have one last question that I was actually going to ask you in the beginning of the show, but I figured for some reason I just wanted to ask it at the end. And that is, when did you first fall in love with Halloween? Like, when can you recall... When you had that moment of like just excitement and overwhelmingness of that, it's Halloween. Like you woke up and went, it's Halloween and just started losing it because I do it every year. So, <laughs> <laughs> and there's others who uh, we talk to on a regular basis who are like that all year long. So it's, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't oh, we have one. Really. We have one actually <laughs> that works on the show with us, Nicole. She's a uh, Halloween every day, or what is it? She said, uh, it's Halloween all the time. All the yeah. time. Yeah, all the time. So for me, I remember specifically, uh, well, I can't say specific because I, I can't remember if it was like f- fourth or fifth grade, but I was Peter Pan for Halloween. Um, my mom made the costume and it was just, I was very into Fantastic. Disney and Disney, I was very into them. They had, they've just got a lot of great kind of Halloween type stuff. I mean, as far as the content, I remember watching things as a kid, uh, a Halloween package where they put together all the villains and all the songs that the villains do oh, and stuff. So, nice. oh, so yeah. that, that type of Halloween feel, uh, I remember getting, you know, uh, I even had makeup. I don't remember what and, you know, Peter Pan doesn't do makeup, but I had all that because yeah. I had the smile, the whole thing, like his, his ears. And and I had a costume my mom made and, and just that whole idea of this was a time where you can be something that you, you know, something else. And, and yes. you know, of course, during and then you the whole week you're kind of doing activities. So at yeah. school we had we had school. We had a school uh, kind of outdoor you know, dance thing. Activity. You had to do that parade where you yeah, walk exa- around. That's exactly what it was, yeah. My son did that last year. Yeah, I was yeah. so proud of him. That was amazing. Isn't it fun? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so um, I do remember that as like this this point where, like, wow, I really embrace it. And of course, every year it just gets better and better. As a kid, I, we had pillowcases that you would take out on trick or treating. Yep. Yeah, yeah. pillowcases. And I, <laughs> I remember that I would uh, several years in a row during my s- school years, this orange pillowcase, Halloween themed, kind of orangish um, uh, print on it, and I had Halloween. I would dump it out on the carpet and just go through everything. Um, but then I would slowly be eating it. And I remember at one point look, that it was March. I just I don't remember when, but I remember March. I was still eating <laughs> Halloween candy. I don't remember what year that was. I was a kid still, but 
my mom was, Marge, what are you doing? Eating can- Halloween candy. So some of it was still good, I'm sure. That's yeah. one of my but favorite things. Kid, you know, <laughs> I love that when the, when the candy's still around. Like I love when I mean I've had it till December one time, oh, yeah. and I was like, mm, this is still good. All right, stocking. Like I'm just, <laughs> yeah. it's just easier sometimes. Did you ever get candy tax by your parents? Never got candy tax. Uh, no, candy, candy tax. Sorry, candy tax. Wow, I can't. Yeah, of course. But I think they sneak it sometimes. Yeah, Is that like tax, like thumbtacks in your candy? Uh, I remember doing the whole um, sleeping or pillowcase. And mm-hmm. mind you, I'm the oldest with six kids, so we had a lot of candy, and it was a big goal to get each bag filled. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mission. So awesome. I yeah. love that when, as a kid, we got the pillowcase, and you know, you're like, you go home, and you're like, how did I get this much candy mm-hmm. in this bag? And then when you get older, you're like, no, I am determined to fill this pillowcase oh, yeah, you're up. Filling up to the brim. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that's awesome. That's amazing. And I'm thank you again for telling us that. That was really nice. Um, well, I think that's going to do it for us here on another episode of Into the Void. But before we go, let's enjoy one last word from our sponsor. Hail thine old father, for only he can supply such jewelry, watches, axes, and apparel as one would find at vikingjeans.com. Find Viking styles for all members of your family. Lo, do they have styles for thine father. Lo, do they have styles for thine mother. Lo, they have styles for thy brother and sister too. Viking Jeans has the Norse wear for you and yours. So before riding into battle alongside the Valkyries and the mighty Thor with his trusted hammer Molnir, be sure to visit vikingjeans.com. That's vikingjeans.com. All right, listener. Well, I hope you enjoyed what you heard here. And uh, do us a favor, head on over and visit our social media pages where you can go ahead and see pictures from the show, get updates on what's going on with the show. Uh, You can find us at Instagram at VoidPodcast18, Facebook at PodParanormal87, Twitter at NightwingSilver. And remember, you too can get yourself a sweet custom-made Into the Void sticker by joining our Patreon. Also, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment to our YouTube channel. Just search Into the Void Podcast. Mr. Valentine, it has really honestly been a pleasure to have you on here, and I believe I speak for the whole team when I say thank you so much for taking time to join us and speak with us today. Thank you so much for the kind words. I really appreciate it. It was great being here. And I really cannot wait, honestly, for Creep It Real OC, guys. I mean, okay, look, you know how I feel about Midsummer Scream. Yes. So you know that I'm a huge Halloween nut. <laughs> yeah. The fact that they canceled really got me upset. Aww. Then Dark Harbor, you know, gets canceled and I get upset. And then I'm thinking to myself, what the heck am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, <laughs> Kevin Valentine <laughs> shows up. And saves me. I need my my <laughs> Halloween fix. <laughs> Where can I go? <laughs> well, so, so again, I'm very excited for this. <laughs> Super excited for this. Thank you so much. And lastly, a big thank you to our sponsor for this episode, Viking Jeans. Listener, if you haven't already, go check them out. They've got amazing products. They have a uh, a beanie that Strange One really, really wants, and also an axe, I believe, that he wants also. <laughs> they have some amazing products on there. Uh, I know for a fact that actually uh, with working with them, they're going to be sending us a couple of things, so we might be doing a giveaway soon. Cool. Yeah. So, again, listener, check them out. It's Viking Jeans. All right. 
Well, that's going to do it for me. I'm G-Man, and I got to go help Dracula put some more sunscreen on his back. So until then, thank you for falling with me into the void.